Welcome to the Story Forest, original tales for curious and adventurous children. Princess Isabel has forgotten to buy a present for Queen Mummy's birthday. She manages to get something brilliant, but it soon leads to big magical problems. Will Princess Isabel be able to save the birthday? Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Princess Isabel and the Book of True Adventure Princess Isabel woke up, jumped out of bed and started to get dressed. But as she did so, there was something very strange going on in her mind, like a buzzing, something that she just couldn't quite remember. Maybe King Daddy and Queen Mummy would be able to help. She went downstairs, still frowning, and opened the door to the breakfast room. She gasped. There was Queen Mummy, sat on her throne, eating a pile of pancakes, surrounded by balloons and birthday banners. It was Queen Mummy's birthday. That was what Princess Isabel had forgotten. Princess Isabel shouted, Happy birthday, Queen Mummy! and ran around to give her a cuddle and a kiss. She sat down at the table and reached for some pancakes, but at the same time, her mind was racing. She had forgotten about the birthday so much that she hadn't even got a present or a card. She was going to have to work very quickly on this. King Daddy was giving Queen Mummy some earrings and a lovely umbrella and a snuggly blanket and some other gifts. Parcels that had come through the post were piled on the table and cards lay in front of Queen Mummy's plate. Granny and Grandad are coming later for birthday lunch and tea, King Daddy said, and Queen Mummy smiled happily. I'll give you my present then, Princess Isabel said quickly. I think Granny would like to see it too. Queen Mummy smiled at her and Princess Isabel tapped into her pancakes, fruit, yoghurt and honey, her mind racing. She needed to think of a good present and fast. As soon as she was done, she gave Queen Mummy another big hug and raced down to find Ulred the Unicorn and Harriet the Hare in the stables. She told them all about her predicament. And I just don't know what to get her, she finished. My mummy likes it when I find her special purple carrots, Harriet the Hare said, hopefully. Would your mummy like that? Princess Isabel considered. Um, maybe, but I think it's not quite special enough. Any other ideas, Alred? Ulred the unicorn's mummy was the queen of the unicorns, so maybe he would have a good idea. He whinnied. Lemon bonbons. That was quite a lot of words for Ulred to say, as he was still learning human speech. Princess Isabel stroked his mane thoughtfully. That might be quite good, she sighed. Let's go and see what we can find. And so, lifting Harriet the hare in one arm, she climbed onto Ulred the unicorn's back 
stroking his mane down his side as he started to walk into the city. Alred the unicorn's hooves clipped over the cobbled streets and people smiled and waved at their princess. Princess Isabel waved back but was also scanning the shop signs and looking in the windows. There was a clothes shop filled with beautiful dresses in sparkling and shimmering colours and brilliant patterns. Princess Isabel stopped outside and looked. Queen Mummy did like nice dresses, but then Princess Isabel thought of her wardrobes, which were already filled with dresses. She sighed and moved on. Then her nose was filled with a wonderful smell of flowers and wonderful things. She looked and saw that they were standing outside a soap shop, which was filled with beautiful coloured soaps and bath things. Princess Isabel looked at these for a while too. Surely Queen Mummy would love these. But then she sort of wanted to get Queen Mummy something that she could keep, not something that she would just use. Next, they came to a greengrocer's and partly just to be friendly to Harriet the Hare, Princess Isabel bought some purple carrots. Then they came to a sweet shop filled with jars on shelves full of sweets all around the walls and right up to the ceiling. Princess Isabel stared in wonder at all the different types and colours and shapes and then bought some lemon bonbons. She got three packs, one for Queen Mummy, one for Ulrich's mummy and one for them to suck on right now. Harriet the Hare refused, but Princess Isabel and Ulrich the Unicorn carried on down the street, both sucking a lemon bonbon, letting the powder dissolve in their mouths, then chewing on the yummy toffee. Delicious! But Princess Isabel wasn't distracted. What would Queen Mummy like for her birthday? Princess Isabel tried her hardest to think about what Queen Mummy liked. She liked pretty things and yummy things and chatting with Princess Isabel and her friends and visiting places and sitting on the sofa and reading. Reading! Princess Isabel grinned. She knew exactly what to get and turned a corner. They were going to the bookshop. The Labyrinth Bookshop was one of Princess Isabel's very favourite places in the whole city. The entrance was small and lots of people walked past it and missed it. But as soon as you stepped through the red door, you were in a long passageway lined with books. Leaving Ulred the Unicorn outside, Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare walked into the passage and wandered down into the bookshop. From this passage went five more, and each of those branched off too. It was a whole world of wonderful, amazing books. It was so big that by the entrance was a pile of maps. Princess Isabel picked one up. She started to look. She looked at books about travelling and books about science and books about flowers and famous people and books about the history of the kingdom. But as she had thought in the first place, she was pretty sure that she wanted to get Queen Mummy a book that had a story in it. An exciting, adventurous, brilliant story. Finally, she turned into the passage that had storybooks in. 
It was huge, and there were even books suspended from the ceiling, which were quite difficult to see. Princess Isabel started looking at the titles and the covers, stroking the leather ones, smelling that bookshop smell, and almost feeling the hundreds and hundreds of worlds around her. But how was she going to choose? It wasn't as though she had read any of them, and she wanted to make sure that it was really, really good. She gave a little sigh, but at the same time, Harriet the Hare said, What about this one? The Hare was in a corner, sniffing at something down on the floor. Princess Isabel bent down, and something in her started to get excited. She could see the edge of a book in dark blue leather that somehow picked up different colours in different lights. She picked it up. On the cover was the silhouette of a dragon shimmering in a golden shiny shape. The title was printed very small right in the middle. It said, The Book of True Adventure. This was definitely the one. Princess Isabel felt so excited already and she smiled at her friend. Just then a voice came and a small man appeared from behind the bookshelf. He looked at the book she was holding. Ah, yes! He looked at her with a grin. That one really sucks you in. A real adventure! Perfect, Princess Isabel said with a smile. Thank you. She tucked it under her arm, looked at the map and followed it to the tills, where she paid for it to be wrapped in lovely wrapping paper too, then went outside and headed back to the castle. When she got there, there was just time for her to make Queen Mummy a card. She drew a picture of their whole family on top of a mountain, smiling, and wrote a nice message inside. Then Granny and Grandad arrived, and after giving them very big cuddles, everyone went to have some lunch, which was baked potatoes, one of Queen Mummy's favourites. After they had all had some fruit for pudding, Princess Isabel took the present out from under her chair and took it over to Queen Mummy, who gave her a cuddle, a big smile and started to unwrap it. When she saw the book, she gasped in delight. It's lovely, Princess Isabel. I'll start reading it this very afternoon. Then the grown-ups had a cup of tea and Princess Isabel went to ride around on Ulrich the Unicorn and work on some tricks. When the sky began to darken, she went inside to find everyone else for tea. All the grown-ups were gathered by the fire ready for some tea, all apart from Queen Mummy. Go and find her, darling. She started that book you got her, on that green sofa she likes. Princess Isabel knew exactly the one and began to race through the corridors until she came into the room. But no one was there. No one was there. But the book, the book of true adventure, was lying open on the sofa. It didn't look as though it had been put there exactly, more as though someone had dropped it. Where was Queen Mummy? Princess Isabel had a very strange feeling. She felt as though all she wanted to do in the whole world was to go and have a look in the book. She took a step forward. 
Maybe she should be looking for Queen Mummy, but, well, one look couldn't do any harm. Maybe it would help. And then in a moment, Princess Isabel dashed over to the sofa, grabbed the book and began to read. But before she had even read two lines, something very, very strange began to happen. It felt as though something was sucking her towards the book, from her feet to her legs and all the way up her body to her head. There was a rush of colours and wind around her and then it stopped and she was somewhere completely different. She looked around. She was in a forest clearing and the weather was warm and the sun was bright. Not only was she in a different place, but it was a different season and a different time of day. She looked around her. Above the trees she could see a tower that glinted in the sunlight and decided it would be a good idea to walk that way. As she moved through the trees she started to hear sounds, the sounds of a village, of life. She came to the village before she got to the tower. She came to a few buildings and then to the centre of the village. She stopped and looked around her. There were lots of people there and they all looked completely different. Their clothes were different, their hair was different, their faces were all completely different from each other. She walked into the centre, looking all around at the buildings and the homes and the small amounts of food. And as she did, she realised something. The people were all the same in one way. They all looked frightened. Are you new then? Someone said to her and Princess Isabel looked up. It was a kind looking lady. Did you just get here? Yes, Princess Isabel said with a frown. But where am I? I mean, where is this? The woman gave her a sad sort of smile. Did you start to read a book, by any chance? Princess Isabel nodded. Well, in a way, you're now inside the book. This is a true adventure. Only none of us really wanted to do more than read about it. Princess Isabel frowned, trying to process this information. She was inside a book. Then she thought of a question. Um, did you did you see anyone else come here? Uh, uh, a queen? My mummy? I think she started reading the book too. Princess Isabel started to feel awful that her birthday present had caused so much trouble. Now the woman looked worried. There's something else. There's a dragon. He guards that tower. She gulped. He, he, he takes some of the people to live there. He, he doesn't eat them, but keeps them trapped. Though, of course, we're all trapped. A woman came here before you. The dragon took her. Princess Isabel went cold inside. A dragon had her queen mummy. Just then, she felt something down at her heel and looked down. Hello. It was Harriet the Hare. I came to look for you. Then the book. I, I read it and then... 
Princess Isabel picked up her friend so that they could talk to each other better and explained everything that she had just learned. They looked around them. The forest looked wild, the village overfull with people, the tower tall and forbidding. What's the plan? Harriet the Hare said, and Princess Isabel frowned and then smiled because she realised that she did actually have a plan. We need to get Queen Mummy out of there. She looked at her friend with a worried face. But you'll need to be very brave. Harriet, do you remember how the goblins got rid of the dragons? Harriet the hare gulped, then nodded twice. It was all Princess Isabel needed. She walked to the middle of the town square, cleared some space on a table that was covered in old apples and stood up on it. Hello, everybody, she shouted. And the people went quiet, looking at her strangely. She realised that they were all grown-ups. She summoned her courage, then spoke again. We all want to get out of here, right? There were murmurings and nods. Does anyone know how to get out of the book? I do, a man said from the back. He was dressed in what looked like wizard's robes. There is a gemstone at the top of the tower. If someone touches it, everyone will go back to where they came here from. But the dragon guards it. But it was all that Princess Isabel needed to know. She grinned. I know just how to deal with dragons. Listen carefully. Does anyone have any ice? It took quite a long time to get organised, but finally everyone knew Princess Isabel's plan. She gave Harriet the hare one last squeeze, then put the hare down on the floor where she and her team moved into position. With a group of people who were fast and good climbers, Princess Isabel plunged into the forest, getting closer and closer to the tower. When they were almost there, the noises started from the direction of the village. Just like the goblins had thrown small goblins into the air to get the dragon's attention, now they threw Harriet the Hare up into the air again and again and were ready to throw ice into his mouth as soon as he got close enough, which would send him off, coughing and spluttering. Nothing happened. And nothing happened. The noise continued from the village, but as nothing happened, it started to get quieter. And then there was a swoosh above them, and the dragon was off. There was no time to lose hoping that Harriet the Hare was safe and that the villagers would manage to get ice into the dragon's mouth, Princess Isabel ran for the tower. There was no door at the bottom, but she began to climb, followed by the other people. Soon she got to a window, which she climbed through. The room looked like a sort of prison, with just walls and seats and a door made of bars. But the door was open. Princess Isabel went outside it onto some spiral stairs. She started to walk up them. There were doors into the prison cells every few metres. But they were all open and empty. Her heart began to thud. Where was Queen Mummy? She went round and round until she got to the top, where the stairs reached a turret room and a big window. 
by the window, helping someone to climb down onto a rope of bedsheets was Queen Mummy, Princess said with delight. Queen Mummy looked up and her eyes were bright and her face happy. Hello, darling. The last prisoner has escaped. I picked the locks. Shall we go? It took Princess Isabel a moment to respond, but there wasn't time to be amazed. Not really. There's a gem at the top of the tower, she explained. If we touch it, everyone will go back to where they came from. Queen Mummy nodded. There's no time to lose, Princess Isabel added, moving toward the window. Harriet the Hare and the others can't keep the dragon distracted forever. Princess Isabel stood on the window ledge, then put her foot on a stone and then another and started pulling her way up to the roof. Queen Mummy did the same, the other side of the window. Princess Isabel saw that she had a sword strapped to her side too. They climbed. They were almost at the top, but as they reached forward, a rush of wind swooshed around them, almost making them fall off. It was the dragon. Go, Princess Isabel! Queen Mummy was on her feet and took the sword from the scabbard at her side and started waving it above her at the dragon. Don't you dare, you stinky old beast! she shouted, and the dragon, growling, circled back towards her. While the dragon was distracted, while Queen Mummy jabbed at him with the sword, trying to keep her balance, Princess Isabel climbed to the last distance and slammed her hand onto the gem. There was a bright flash of purple light and then Princess Isabel, Queen Mummy and Harriet the Hare found themselves in a pile on the green sofa. Queen Mummy looked around her and laughed and laughed. What a wonderful birthday present, Princess Isabel. A real adventure. Thank you. And she gave Princess Isabel a tight squeeze. Princess Isabel didn't really know what to say. But it was time for birthday tea. And so they went and found everyone and ate loads of cakes and scones and told the story of what had happened. And King Daddy said they'd better send the book to Lizard the Wizard to sort out. Harriet the Hare gave Queen Mummy the purple carrots and Ulred the Unicorn gave her the lemon bonbons. And she said thank you to both of them very politely and ate one of each too. After a nice time telling stories, Princess Isabel headed for bed and slept soundly after a busy day. And for the next few weeks, amazing thank you gifts and presents arrived for her and Queen Mummy from people all over the world who they had rescued and sent back. So Princess Isabel thought she'd done rather well with her birthday present for Queen Mummy after all. The end. Thanks for listening. Watch out for new series, adventures and challenges all coming from the Story Forest in 2021. Happy New Year! Bye.